Yes, uh, we have at the moment just one in the queue today. Uh, Max, that's you. Hi, Steph. Hello, Max. How are you doing? Hey, good, yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about two things today. So, uh, One is something that really bothers me about you. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, when you use the expression moms and dads, uh, when you refer like to bad parents, like, you know, like you have callers and you tell all your dad is and all your mom is. I mean, to me, mom and dad is like, it's an, an expression that kids uses to express like their love or their affection for their parents. And I don't know, I just, I just don't like it when you use that to describe bad parents. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Or? What, what, what should I use, do you think? Well, whatever is more appropriate. I mean, like, you know, like, do you, do you refer to yourself as mom and dad in front of your kids? Like, do you call yourself to myself as mom and dad? Yeah. Do you say to your like to your uh, daughter like, uh, daddy's gonna do that or? Because uh, that's yes. to me that just so phrase daddy. Although she will sometimes call me by my first name. Because but, uh, yes, would. You do realize though that it's a it's a word. It's like would you call yourself like honey or I don't know, like. I'm, I'm French. I don't know the expression, but you know, like, uh, how would your uh, your spouse call you, like, uh, or your, like, you would say, like, uh, you know, like when you say honey to your your husband or whatever, like, would yeah. you refer to yourself as honey? I mean, it's like it's just it's just like uh, it's so it's an expression to surely like your affection to someone. So I don't know why you use it. I mean, yeah, I mean, but you have a problem with mummy and daddy as a whole, like the the phrase no, mother. No, no, oh no, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem when it's like the kids using it to call their dad or their mom, because that's great. I mean, that's what it's used for. It's like, it's like if you're a kid and you love your parent and you want to show it to them, you call them mom and dad. You know, that's it's like uh, when you call your husband honey or your. Your girlfriend, like, I don't know, like, yeah, what would you call your girlfriend, like, sweetie or whatever, you know? So that's Yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to fathom why this would be an important enough issue to bring up. So let me just see if I can understand that. Do you have a good relationship because, with your parents? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, and I, yeah, no, I don't have, but, you know, like, if you, uh, I'll describe to you why it's bad. Because, you know, like, if you have parents who hits on you and you, you, in your head, you call them mom or dad. That's fucked up. It's like calling like someone who, who's like I don't know, like a burro. How do you say that in English? Anyways, like well, some- but sorry, this may be this may be a difference in the languages. So maybe in French, mama uh, is is more affectionate, but in English, again, to my knowledge, um, been doing it for about forty six years, but in English, there's no association. With mommy or daddy, there's no association with any particular affection. And and those, of course, in English, mother and father are hard to pronounce for kids. And, of course, lots of parents' names. <laughs> My name is Theol- <laughs> Theodonius Monk. Uh, that's going to be very hard for children to uh, identify. And so uh, in English, you say mommy or mama and dada just because they're very easy for children to pronounce. And that's also, of course, important. If your children 
uh, get lost or separated from you, the first thing that the stranger is going to ask who, to, who wants to help is, you know, where's your mama? Where's your dada? And, of course, they can't do that if they, if they don't know your name, which they probably wouldn't. So uh, there's some very practical reasons for saying mama and dada. So pronunciation, um, the difficulty of the parent's name, uh, and also um, so strangers can help reunite kids with their with their parents if they're separated. So I think there's lots of good uh, issues with that. I mean, I've, I've taught my daughter my name, and she will occasionally uh, call me that. If she, if she can't get my attention for whatever reason, if I'm working or something, and uh, she actually she, she mimics my wife, right? So my wife will say, Stephanie. And so if, if my daughter is saying Dada, and for whatever reason I'm not responding, again, that's pretty rare, but, but if it's happening... Then she'll switch to, to my wife's uh, phrase and say, "Steph, honey," which is kind of, <laughs> kind of interesting, but um, uh, and and kind of I think it's actually quite quite funny, and um, so. But yeah, I, I think um, maybe there's a difference in language thing. But again, if I in the chat, so, if that I'm incorrect, I don't think that there's any particular. Um, oh, I think you're uh, wrong. I think you're right. You know, like um, when I was young, my father like. He forced me to call him dad, you know, like... Ah, so this is why it's important to you, right? No, it is important because, like, you know, like, we have someone here in, in Quebec, which is uh, called Doc Mayu, and he did, like, just about the same thing as you do, but, it's like, he's a, he's a psychiatrist or whatever. And anyway, and he said he had a show on, and he was talking about that, like, not to force your kid to call call you dad or mom or whatever so i tried that with my father and he fucking like he yelled at me like crazy like you're not ever gonna call me uh, by my name you're gonna use that but like i think there's something in there like it's i think it's like maybe when like the kids are like uh, very young maybe that's something you know like you're gonna call your your mother mom and dad you know whatever happens but when you grow older Think there's there has to be like an understanding like a differentiation like you know like a mother or like Stefan you know it, you can't just force your kid to call them that or you like if you if you refer to someone who beats his kid all his life and you and he and he thinks that it's their mom or their dad I mean it's a bit fucked up you know it's like <laughs> you have to grow up a bit and just realize like mom and dad is like I think is a is, is a word to show your your affection and when kids are very young like it's really easy for them to use it but when you grow up you can say like hey my mom is good or she's bad with me so i'm gonna call them mom or mother or Steph or i don't know whatever it is like anyways so that was my point and um yeah that was so it. sorry let me just so you don't have any so your issue is is should adults Who've had abusive parents call their parents mother and father? Uh, oh, or just oh yeah, their name? that's that's my yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I mean, like, even if you're a kid, like, if you you don't want to call your your your, par- your parents mom or dad, you shouldn't be forced to it. You know? Yeah, I mean, certainly, um, I mean, I, they have to start off calling you mom and dad because that's what's easier to pronounce. But yeah, that's um, if my if my daughter wants to start calling me by my first name, I mean. I, I have no problem with that. Yeah, but 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 that would be a form of protest on her part, yeah. right? Because if if a child changes something, then there's a reason for that, right? So she's used to call me 
she actually is is <laughs> she's she's becoming very efficient now she doesn't even she doesn't say father uh, uh, you know or stone age patriarch or uh, you know, guy, <laughs> guy who plays uh, she actually she doesn't even call me dada anymore she just says da because <laughs> you know da, you know, da. And so, uh, and so that's about as easy a way of referring to me as she can come up with. Yeah. And it's what we're used to and it's what's, you know, what's convenient and all that. Yeah. And so if she were to change that, it would be a sign that she was unhappy about something and wished to register it. But of course, if she's unhappy about something and wishes to register it, then she doesn't have to do anything as obscure as not calling me that. She, she she can just sit down and say, uh, I'm not happy when you do this, or I wasn't happy today when this happened or whatever, and we, we'll talk about it, which we do every, you know, at least every day or two. There's something that she wants changed or something that is not to her liking, and we discuss it and negotiate it. And so you wanted not to call your father father or dada because you were unhappy with him and you couldn't express it directly and openly. Is that fair to say? Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. So I think that it's important to recognize that switching the name used to describe your parent is a form of protest when other forms, like a hunger strike, is when other forms of protest or negotiation or complaints are, are blocked. So again, I mean, I have no problem if my daughter wants to start calling me um, <laughs> Theodonius Monk. <laughs> That's fine with me too. But I would recommend that it is um, uh, it, it is it is as a result of, of a protest. I mean, if you're just used to calling but something, no, it's it's not just a protest. <laughs> it's more than that. It's because dad and mom shows affection. It's like it's it shows intimacy. You know, it shows like closeness. You know, it shows something important. It's not just right. a word like that you throw out. It's something very important. You have to be well, like. Uh, no, tell you what. Let's let's move on to the next topic. And if you want to send me a link, I'm not aware of that. But I mean, obviously, I don't know everything there is to know about about the words. So if you send me a link to that, that would be uh, that would be good. But let's move on to another topic because I think we've. Uh, oh, it uh, was uh, on Adam versus the man, and <laughs> you know he, he was he's started to talk to you about like uh, if uh, 3D printers could uh, like. Uh, change the, the economy or whatever. I don't think it's not your um, strongest topic or whatever, but anyways, I just thought that you dis discarded like the, what he was saying, like very quickly. And I, I was wondering if, if you really have given like thoughts, uh, into 3d printers and stuff like that, because thinking the, it could really like do what he said, like change the world, like maybe like, you know, it's like uh, I think the economy is gonna get is gonna get a lot better because of that. Because like you had a video and you were saying that you know women's get into the workforce and it improved productivity and this is all government grew and it kept it growing uh, without uh, booming up or whatever. Well, 3D printers could like really increase our productivity too. So I don't know, like if we keep on like being more productive and productive, could we support like a bigger and bigger government without it, without it like booming up? Uh, I don't know. I was wondering if you had given it uh, any real thoughts or because he was like bringing um, it up, you know? 
Well, I I haven't given a huge amount of thought. I've certainly heard about the 3D printers, and I I find I think it's pretty cool. But can you tell me how this productivity is going to uh, occur? Because I mean, I can see it for certain things. Um, you know, I mean, I can see it for sending prototypes and and that kind of stuff. But perhaps you can tell me more about how it's going to increase productivity. I, I you know, I, I can't oh, quite see okay. it. All right, let's. <laughs> okay, it's like you know, like you talk a lot about universality of ideas and stuff like that. Well, you know, like in the physical world, you can have like universal stuff to you know, like a universal communication system, which is the internet, and you can have like a universal currency, like a physical one would be like gold and silver, and like a universal like virtual currency, like Bitcoin or stuff like that uh, and then you can have like uh, universal uh, process, uh, manufacturing process which would be 3D printers because ultimately this is what it is it's like it's a manufacturing process which we could use to make anything like from houses to, to spacecraft to uh, airplanes to uh, like just computers or processors or you could just make anything out of it just because it's a it's a manufacturing process. It's just like a way of making things. And like if they get more efficient, like computer did like for 30 years or so, well, it could end up like being something that, you know, you could just like say, oh, I'm going to print a computer. You print it and it comes out. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's futuristic. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but in the long run, it's going to happen. And well, okay, so what you're saying is that if, if we have a Star Trek replicator or something where you can just say, you know, Earl Grey tea, yeah. and boom, out it comes, then that would be a huge impact on the economy. Yeah, but it, it doesn't have to sure. be like it doesn't have to be like up to that point to increase uh, if, like productivity. Like if you if like I've seen like a TED talk and some guy was working on uh, like a huge 3D printers that could print houses. I mean that's pretty, <laughs> that's just awesome. I mean, like you could do really neat stuff with that, you know. So yeah, can, my understanding. Sorry, my understanding is that uh, the 3D printing, it can produce things of a, a single material. Is that right? For now, like uh, yes. what I've seen, it's like you know, like a, you can fax, uh, you can sort of 3D print or fax over the prototype for a car, and you'll sort of build the little model up and so on. Um, I mean that's. <clears throat> That's a long way from, from bricks and windows and <laughs> electrical and, and plumbing and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a long way, but uh, everything's going so fast right now. You know? Anyways, I just, uh, just wanted to share that with you. Well, I mean, but of course, it, you understand that the, the technical challenge, you, you, can't, you can't print a house. I mean, that's it's not possible. And you you can certainly print a model. You can print some jewelry. Oh, you it's can. all made of the same <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah. But uh, because you would you would have to have a way of having all possible material inside the printer, which it would then assemble. Now, is is that possible at some point? I don't know. I mean, you can't have all possible materials inside. Oh, but the a materials printer. materials can just be ready, and you know, it's going to be picked up by uh, by an arm and places that are the right place. So you just bring like a pile of stuff and like the the, the it's like it's not like a 3d printer like i mean like the 3d printer is more like of a it's a process it's a, a way of making things you know it's a manufacturing process that i think in the future everything will be done that way like you're just gonna bring like the you know like i don't know 
like the big box or whatever, you're going to put it there and you're going to put the stockpile of whatever next to it and it's going to build your house and then it's going to be ready. Well, and okay, but let me, let me make the, or... sorry, I, I, I'm going to pretend that I'm a venture capitalist, yeah. right? And you're proposing to me this stuff, right? <clears throat> so the, the first question that I would ask is, so you have to have all the materials that the house needs um, at the 3D printer, right? Yeah, or next to it, like in a, in a truck or something. You know, you just bring the truck loaded with whatever it needs. Or... Right, or, or whatever it is that you're building, it's going to need all the materials, the raw materials are going to need to be brought to where the 3D printer is, right? Yeah, for sure. Right, now that takes a lot of energy and that's going to cost a lot of money, right? Well, it, it, we're doing it right now anyways. When you're building well, a house, no, I understand that. Yeah. But so, so let's say that you want to 3D print a car, right? Well, right now, you bring all the materials, the raw materials for the car, you bring them to a factory. And you bring them yeah. in massive bulk, right? In cargo ships and huge trucks and whatever. I don't know how they get that stuff there. But you bring everything in bulk to a factory. Yeah. And then you build the car in the factory. And then you, so you have a big pile of raw materials. Now, if you want people to sort of, I don't know, 3D print their cars in their garage, then you have to bring just the right amount of raw materials to everybody's garage. So you have to drive every piece of thousands of pieces of raw material to everybody's garage, and it has to be just the right amount. See, if you have just a little bit too much paint or whatever it is going to be at the factory, you just use it on the next car. It, you don't waste it. But you'd have to have just the right amount of raw materials because there's no trans there's no teleportation here, so you'd have to drive all of just the right amount of raw materials out to everyone's house. And I don't see how that would be cheaper than taking a huge amount of raw materials to a factory and producing it that way because you have all that additional cost of getting all the raw materials in some central place, measuring out just the right amount, packaging them up, driving them out to everyone's house so they can replicate their car. It seems to me that that process would be more expensive than it would be – like so for groceries, you could obviously drive groceries out to everyone's house too and they used to do that before the price of gas went up and made it economically inefficient, at least up here in Canada. So now they don't – you can't order groceries online and have them driven to your house. because. So th this would be a challenge that I think would limit the productivity gains of, of that stuff. Are you sure it's the price of gas or is the price of labor? <laughs> no, it's – well, at least according to the people who I used to order online groceries from, uh, a wide variety of them all said that it was the price yeah, of gas. If, that, you, if you had like Google cars and stuff, they could deliver your groceries no problem. Like you just go out and there would be no drivers to pay and just pick up your groceries from the car. No, it's the it's the gas cost. I mean, the 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 because the, the, the cost to drive to my car is constant. Sorry, to drive to my house is, is fairly constant or whatever around. But the cost of the driver for the 10 minutes he's doing my groceries is, is you know, what, 50 cents or, you know, a couple of bu a buck or whatever. So that's not a big deal. Uh, anyway, I'm just I'm just pointing out that there are going to be limits to that kind of productivity well, growth, like which which wouldn't be the case. Some something like email, right? It's like, well, there's no additional labor that is involved in, in particular. In fact, it reduces the labor massively, but there's no automatic transfer of materials that would be required for 3D printing. Now, look, I'm not saying it can't work, and obviously once they teleport, <laughs> then that would all be solved. But yeah. I can see that that kind of limit to, to the economic saying, growth. I'm not saying either that uh, cars are are going to be the first things that we're going to manufacture in your own. But, uh, you know, like I think that there's 
there's technology out there that could really like improve our productivity and I wonder if that could just like keep on like this system going on like I'm all I'm an anarcho-capitalist and everything but I'm just saying like um, I don't know maybe there's something that's gonna keep it going and I mean that's too bad for us <laughs> for me at least but whatever you know I'm just like the crash like we're talking about and all in 10 years or it could be tomorrow or well I'm just wondering like if you know they just like bring out some new technology and everything it just improves and yeah, it's certainly yeah, possible. It's, it's certainly possible. I mean, the, the speculation is, you know, who knows, right? Certainly, innovations are getting tougher and tougher as government regulations pile up and as yeah, the mega corporations who yeah. use the government to protect themselves continue to get bigger and bigger. So, anyway, listen, I'm going to move on to the next caller, if you don't mind, but thank you very oh, much for, cool. for calling in. All right, man. All right.